Okay, so I just woke up from a vision and man, this is so crazy. This is so crazy. Okay, so all I know is I was, I was, I was at this, at, at this house and it was like a mini mansion. It was a really big, nice house and it was my sister, my brothers, my dad and we were like going to the market and like my mother was there I think too and it was talking about buying yams and as we was looking like we bought a few different yams from a few different stores it was like Walmart, Kroger, Dollar General and my mom was talking about how she wanted to get well we needed more yams my mom was talking about she wanted to send us to the store to get more gowns. My dad said he was sending us to the store. My mom was talking about how she wanted to go get more yams, but she wanted, they were costing too much, so she wanted us to get, like, cheaper yams. And I was like, so how much do you want them to cost? And she was like, a dollar. And I was like, well, they cost a dollar, I think, the Dollar General. And then, like, all I know is I couldn't think, like, I told her that, and I could, like, I was sure they were cheap there. But but all I know is, like, then my mind just start, like, my mind just start, I just start thinking, like, what, where did I get that from? Like, how do I know that? And I was like, we just came from the store. I know that. And then it was like, wait, do I know that? Like, when did I go to Dollar General to get yams? And what is really going on? And all this other stuff. And I was just like, wait. Like, it's one of those times I've had in so many different visions where it's like, if it's really, is it really real? Like, if it's, it feels so real, but it's like, really, none of this is real. But, like, I ignored it. And then... All I know is my sister was laying down asleep and she was like, you know, it looked like she was not feeling good and she wasn't feeling good. And then, like, we went to the market and it's like we didn't even ever have to leave the house. So, one second we in the living room, but then the next second we in the market and then, like, it was just weird. Or in one of the rooms in the house, and then we was in the market. And then, oh, I know it's like we go go to the market for real. So this house really being nice. We go outside to the backyard, and my sister's car is sitting out there. So I get in a car. She was sitting in the front seat, and I'm feeling well. So I got in the car, the back seat, the back seat of the car. I was laying in the back, and I'm feeling well. Well, I just lay down for a, for a minute, and then all I know is, like, I was getting this feeling, like, yeah, it's okay for you to, you know, lay in, in, in my car, 
you know. And I'm just like, you know, okay, I'm laying in your car. And she's like, yeah, that, yeah, my car is okay if you lay in my car. And it's always, a, I notice this pattern in these visions. It's always an emphasis on her things. Like, this is my house. That's my car. And, you know, my, you know, like, it's a really big emphasis on my. These are my things. And, like, I'm like, okay, that's fine, you know. Is it okay for me to do this? But it's okay for me to be here, right? It's like, you know, yeah, it's okay for me for you to be here and stuff. But, you know, I don't know what that is, but I think that that may be an indication of, like, you know, anybody who has to re-indicate something is theirs. Either they're trying to make you jealous or, you know, it's not theirs. I'm thinking, like, she was either trying to make me jealous or it was, like, really my my stuff. And she kept trying to say it was her stuff. But I never felt, I never felt it was my things. So I was, like, not thinking of that until I woke up like what like that was weird you know but we seemed cool like like it seemed like it was cool though it seemed like it was no no beef no issues between us at all but like I don't know like it's it's weird it's almost like I have a I was feeling protective over her in a way and maybe she felt protective over me too but like it was just weird but I get out of the car, and then it's a bunch of guys next door. The backyard is so big. The guys next door are playing, ba- playing basketball. And it's a group of them. It's so many of them. It's like, I don't know. It's just like a bunch of them. And then all I know is, like, one of them comes over, the, comes over to the car, and it's like, hey, your friend, your friend is over there. And he wants to see you or something like that. Like, And I'm like, oh, he lives right next door. He moved right next door to us. And he was like, you know, your friend's over there. But I was like, I don't know anybody over there. Like, if I do, well, maybe I do. Maybe I do know somebody over there. But, you know, I'm about to go to the store, like. You know, I wasn't, you know, feeling like going over there with a bunch of guys. I just wasn't feeling it. Like, it's a bunch of dudes over there playing basketball. And, like, I don't know. It was just, like, it felt like it was a guy thing. And I was, like, I don't want to go over there, you know. My brothers was over here with me. But it's, like, they were just, like, doing their own thing and on waiting on us to go to the store. So, I was, they came over there to get me. It's like, you know, your friend wants to go to the store. And I just didn't feel comfortable going over there into a group of guys. So I didn't go over there. I was just like, okay, you know, if I know anybody over there, hi, hey. And then all I know is they kept saying, like, as I was walking away, like, yeah, the one from, the one in Texas, the, the one, you know, from Texas or something like that. And they kept saying Texas, emphasizing Texas. And I was like, isn't that, where are we? Aren't we in Texas? And why do you emphasize in Texas as if we're not there? Like everybody here is not living in Texas or something. 
But I'm just like, okay, maybe he's visiting from somewhere else or something. I don't know. So I, so we start to walk to the store for some reason. Like she didn't feel like driving or something like that. And nobody had the key. So I opened the door. I was locked in a car and I opened the door. And, you know, it was weird because I didn't want to open the door and get out. Because I don't want the car alarm to go off. I was thinking about that, stuff like that. So I opened the door to get out the car. And the car alarm went off. Then, like, I was like, who has the keys to... Oh, she must have the keys to the car to turn the car alarm off. It's okay. I don't have to go get her. She's right there. As soon as she hears the car alarm, she's going to hit the button and it's going to go off. And it just... When I opened the door, it just sounded like I was listening for the car alarm. And I couldn't really hear it. So... I got out the car and it was like a, it was, it felt like somebody was imitating the sound of a car alarm, like, woo, 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 like that. And then it was like, like, click, click. And then I was like, okay, I closed the door. I ignored that, like, that was, like, weird, but. So the guys, as I was walking away, was like, they kept saying, like, like, they kept, emphasizing like that ass that ass excuse my language but that's what exactly what they said that ass and stuff and like they was being really disrespectful and I was like they're not talking to me they're not talking to me they're not talking to me my sister was right next to me and I was like they're not talking about her so but they so they must be talking about me but they're not talking to me they're not talking to me and it's like no it was like yeah they was talking about me but I was just ignoring it like no they're not talking to me I'm just gonna say they're not talking to me and I was walking away, and it was like, I didn't feel like, I I felt uncomfortable, but it wasn't like super uncomfortable where it's like I feel unsafe. I just knew I just wasn't going over there. So as I was walking away, they just kept saying, that ass, that ass, and like Texas and all this other stuff. And I was like, wow. And then... It was like, you know him, you know him. He's from your schools, from from both schools. And so we walked off. And we were walking up the street on the sidewalk, about to go to the store. And then that's when he was like, I got some money for you. I got some money for you. It's your birthday. I got some money for you. It's my sister's birthday. And he was like, I got some money for her. I got some money for her. And we still didn't go over there. And it was like, I guess they was expecting us to really want to come over there around these group of guys because they said they had some money. I'm not, I'm not going over there to get that money. So we kept walking. And then he met us on the street, on the sidewalk. He came over there, walked over to us. He had a friend with him, and he was like, you know him? And then I looked at him, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know him. But he looked different. And he looked like a different guy, but he just had similar features. And so I was like, I know you from, you know, I was like, yeah, we know him. I was talking to my sister, like, remember you went to both schools we went to. Then I have, like, a memory of us going to, like, two schools at the same time in two different states, I think. It was weird. But these aren't facts. You know, some of it is true. If this is the guy that I thought it was, yes. We went to two different elementary schools. Well, middle school and elementary school together, I believe. Maybe two different elementary schools together. 
And that was in another state. But not two different states. But I don't know. The information was just a lot of, like, really bunched together. Kind of, like, weird. But he was, like, standing there. And I was just like, you know, hey. Like, you know. But it was, like, a weird vibe. Like, it was... It wasn't like it was nothing to talk about. It kind of was like a cold feeling from coming from him. Like, first it would seem like it's like he's, like, being nice and things. And then it's like, yeah, I know you for being nice and stuff. But then, like, you know, I don't know. It felt like it was a... He expected more from me. Like, he expected for me to be, like, you know... He expected me to be all thirsty, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if he expected me to be thirsty or if he expected me to just, like, I don't know what he was expecting from me. All I know is, like, it don't even seem like he knew what he wanted. Well, maybe he did, but he wasn't getting that, you know. Whatever it was, because it was like, I don't know. It was it was a weird feeling. Like, I think that it, if I'm going to be honest, I don't, I don't want to say I don't know what I know. If I'm going to be honest, it's like the feeling that you get from men when they, like, feel some sort of entitlement to a woman. And it kind of reminds me that I'm a woman. Like, you know, as if I need a reminder, but it's just that, like, when men act like this, it's like, you're a woman, and it's like, I'm a man. And I, I hope I don't sound like I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to explain what it, how it felt. And I was, for me, it felt like, you know, I don't appreciate that. I really don't appreciate that. It wasn't even in biblical terms for me. Biblical terms would be like, you know, you pretty much a good man. And you want to, you know, stick to the word of God. And that's how you really, you really considering me as a woman as far as like in, in terms of God. And it's like nothing like that. He's not a praying man. If he prays, it's not about that. It's not about God. It's, I mean, maybe, but it's like, he wasn't being, he wasn't expecting it like that. Like, he was, he was of this world. He was of this world. And he was expecting just, like, the way he was acting, like, he could treat me like that. I'm just not even that kind of girl at all, whatever, whatsoever, you know. As far as, you know, me seeking out God and me learning just the type of attitude that God expects me to have as a woman had nothing to do with the type of attitude he was expecting from me as a woman. And it kind of just reminded me that, like, like I don't know, I never in my life felt this way, like, that I was truly affected, even though I knew that one day it may come into play. I never in my life truly felt that I was genuinely affected by just how society treats women versus men and how men feel like, you know, they can 
how they can, how they feel they can like just the attitudes they have towards women, not even like the get in the kitchen, raise my babies type attitude, just more like a, you know. Only a certain level of respect, you know, and like just the double standards, and the the you know feeling like you better than a woman feeling like you better as a man as a woman just automatically and <laughs> i just have to say that you know i don't care about none of that i've never cared about none of this i've never cared about that ever and i made that clear on a previous on previous episodes like The only time I'm even considering these things is when I'm reading my Bible. My Bible is showing me and saying different things about how God is, you know, expecting a woman to behave, you know, biblically. And then just to, you know, accommodate him, God, you know. And the thing is... I've had issues with these things as I read them throughout the years in the Bible. I would talk to God about it, but I trust God. I know that he loves me, and He is. I'm so blessed. Like, God blesses me. He loves me. When I speak to God, God is loving. He's perfect. He's, you know, very generous, and I never feel that way with him, the way that men act. God never treats me that way. So it's like, even if, you know, you're reading this Bible and you're saying, even the Bible says it, you know, it's still a way that you are supposed to act. And certain men know how, but only the men who are close to God and actually have experienced his character that know that you don't, you know, even if, even though you're doing what the Bible tells you to do and you're acting the way the Bible tells you to act, your woman never feels slighted or a woman never feels slighted around you. And these men don't know how to act like that. But I can't expect them to be perfect like God. But, you know, I wasn't expecting that. It was just a uncomfortable feeling. But as I said before, I trust God. Even when I don't understand completely these terms or the things in this Bible, if God wants me to make me, if God wants to make me a go- a godly woman, I trust God in the way He's gonna do it, and I trust the man He's gonna send to accommodate those things. He's gonna be a godly man, and we're gonna put God first, and we're never gonna have an issue with these terms because we're gonna know how to, you know, love each other. We're gonna know how to treat each other. We're going to know how to love God, and by His guidance, we probably won't get these things. Like, nobody's feelings is going to be hurt. Nobody's going to feel less than, you know? I know the Bible says a man needs a woman just like a woman needs a man. And yet still, there's men out here who believe that they are above women. You know? But that's never, like I said, been an issue for me. I don't complain about these kind of things because I don't feel like they hinder me in any way. I've never felt like that up until this point, and I knew it would come a day. But, you know, now it's like, like, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm like, 
this not is going to this is not you allow yourself to be treated the way that you allow your the way you want to be treated so nobody can treat you anyway unless you allow it and i'm not allowing you to treat me that way so why should that affect me the way you're acting it's just the way you're acting when i'm around you and i'm only around you for i guess this 5 minute conversation because you are not entitled to my life and i don't have to be around you you know but it's just It plays a part in just is showing up in my vision. So I know who this guy is, and he's played a part in a in a like a few different things that I've been I've been going through for the past few years. Before I moved to Texas, I was dating him, and we knew each other in elementary school. And he like he used to do sweet things for me. When I didn't even think anybody noticed me, he did. And, oh, that's nice. But, like, his attitude is kind of weird. It's like, it feels like he likes me. You know, that's clear. Yeah, you like me. But it's like, what the feeling of him not really knowing how to treat a woman, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to jump to that. I don't want to say he don't know how to treat a woman. Like he never he seemed like he he was a little better at, you know, I don't know. He used to give me flowers on Valentine's Day and send me little secret admirer messages and stuff like that. So, you know, he was kind of cool, but it was like I don't know. It's like a disconnect where he kind of like it feels like he blanks out when he talks to me or something. And somebody might say like well, that just means he really likes you. He doesn't know what to say. I just, I just feel like he really don't know what to do with a girl or a woman, period. And I'm not trying to even disrespect him. I just, it's just like it feels like he only gets so far. Like, okay, you do this with a woman, then what? And it's like then he needs like his friends, and they don't give him good advice. And I'm not trying to make fun of him because I don't think that is funny. I just notice it. It's like, where are you right now? And he just like, uh. And he's, it's nowhere, nothing, nothing. And it's like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I can even tell you what you're supposed to do right now. And he just like, uh. And it's like. I can't do that right now. I can't even deal with that. I really can't deal with that. Like, you got to figure that part out. You got to figure out when you get to this step what you're going to do next. You know, I know you worked it out up until this step. You probably didn't expect to make it this far, but you did. And it's not, I don't know what to do. I don't ever know what to do with that. And God has showed me this on multiple different occasions that this is the issue that he has. He told me that he has issues with his mother. And I never expected him to tell me something like that. But... You know, that may have that may play a big part in why he doesn't know what to do with women. And, you know, he does kind of look a certain kind of way, not trying to be funny because I never cared. You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did care a little, but it's like I still dated him and talked to him regardless. And I still took it, you know, to a certain extent. I, I took it serious to a certain extent. Like I gave him a real chance and. 
he just don't know what to do, you know? And his friends are trying, kind of trying to tell him, and his friends are, I want to say losers, but they're the kind of guys to tell him, like, you treat her like this, and you treat her like that, and you tell her, like, you want, y'all going back to the bedroom, and y'all going to do stuff like this. And it's like, that's bad advice. He wasn't treating me. Listen, this is the kind of guy he was being. Here, you want flowers? Do you want to go on a date? You know, you look really pretty today, and all stuff like that. Then it gets to this point, and it's like, now he's supposed to turn into this guy, like, let's get back to the bedroom type, get taking your advice? Like, no, that's not going to work, buddy. And he don't seem like that kind of guy. He seems nice. So I just feel like, I don't know, he don't really know what to do. And, like, I don't know. Like, that's that's never going to work. God is even telling me that's never going to work, you know. He got to figure that out. But that's not my responsibility. And still, he's so nice. And I just feel like there's still no reason to disrespect him or act, you know, or be harsh about it. I'm never, I'm never harsh about it. But he was sitting in front of me, and I was like, okay, I guess we could just hang out here until you feel like, you know, you're about to go do whatever you're about to do, and I'm just talking to him. And we, me and my sister was sitting down and talking to him. My sister like, come on, let's go. Like, we don't have to sit here. I'm just like, I'm just, you know, this is my friend. He's nice. And we just sat there on the sidewalk, and we just talked for a minute. But then next thing I know, he didn't have anything to talk about, and he didn't know what to do. And then, like, we were just telling him, like, yeah, we're about to go to the store, you know. And it seemed like he wanted to invite us or me to his apartment or something, his room or, I don't know, his house, something like that. I don't know. He didn't know what to do. But then he's, like, pulling up in a car. He's like, all right, bye. I'm about to go. And... He's driving in his car, and he, like, sticks his, his fist out for, like, a fist bump. And I fist bump him. I'm like, all right, we'll see you. We better go to the store. Like, we didn't need a ride or anything to the store. And I wasn't even going to ask because he didn't even, it didn't even feel like he was getting in the car to show us, like, he want, like, to ask if we wanted a ride to the store or something. Like, he don't know what to do. But it's like, we never wanted a ride anyways. But it was like, we were going to walk because, you know, I was just thinking, like, the car over there. We could have drove if we wanted to. But then at the same time, he was in the car that we were in. So I was like, I don't know. I really don't know. We all got to figure it out at some point. I'm not judging him. It's just, as I said, it's like it's complete. his mind is completely blank when it comes to women. It He don't know what to do. He don't know what to do. And that's just facts. It is what it is. You know. And it's like even if you do take him seriously. What do you expect? How do you expect him to act? So he does little things where he's like listening. I feel like he gets little things done. Where it's like he he thought of like okay let me get in the car. And then if I get in the car I can impress her because I'm driving. And I was like, cool. And I don't know. Like, it feels like he's getting advice from people. And he don't really know how to deal with me because, you know, the advice he's getting is from guys who deal with certain kind of girls. And I'm not that kind of girl. So maybe he just hit a blank wall with me or it's just women in general because he hasn't dealt with a lot of girls. On, on 
It's obvious. He hasn't dealt with a lot of girls. But it's fine. You know, he's more of one of those guys that's like, you know, he's not going to be super obvious about his lack of knowledge of women. But he knows that it shows. So he doesn't try and super deny it. But he has denied it to me before, even when I noticed it. And then again, you know, he'll try and he'll do little things, but it just doesn't work with me because once, like I said, you know, I'm a certain kind of girl, you know, you would have to get to know me and I don't see how you don't. We went to elementary school together, but it's like, it's weird. He got in the car. He was like, okay, I'm off. And he was expecting to flex. And then the, I guess his advice from his friends was like, once she see you in the car, she's supposed to fall all over you by then. And it didn't happen. I was like, okay, bye. We're going to the store. See you. And then he was like, okay, that didn't work. Let me try another thing. What else do I do? And then he stuck, he stuck around. I'm like, at this point, you really just supposed to go. But he didn't. He stuck around. I'm like, okay, so that was just a test. Like, that you were just trying that, you know, because you didn't know what to do right now. And I'm just I can't do this. But he got out the car again, and he was, like, standing right there. And... It was just like he started rapping to my sister. My sister was standing behind my back, and it seemed like she always doing something behind my back. But he was talking to her, and I kind of could see him, and I knew she was right there, but I couldn't hear nothing that she was saying. So maybe she was, like, signaling him or saying stuff to him and stuff, and he just started rapping and stuff. She, I guess she was trying to tell him what to do. <laughs> she was trying to help him, too, maybe. I don't know, but a lot of stuff she seems like she's doing is just so snakish. Why would she think I have an issue with her helping him, you know, to, like, talk to me? Unless, of course, she was up to something. But, you know, I noticed she was standing next to me, and she just started looking like she didn't feel good. She started looking sick. Like, she was like, I'm like, are you okay? And stuff, like, she just started, it looked like she was about to, like, like, when you're sick and you can't stand anymore. She like she started looking like she was getting weak. So I started really being concerned for her health and stuff. And I was like, do we, do we need to go and stuff? And she was like, then it was only for a second, but then she ended up like standing up straight. And I was like, what is that? Like what? He didn't even like, it seemed like he didn't, he, he didn't even notice it. And it was guys on his shoulders trying to tell him what to do and stuff. But... As I said before, sometimes it feels like somebody is on my shoulder and my ear coaching me as well. You know, not that I felt like I would actually need to be coached. Like I said, we all lack some things. And I don't know, maybe I would, maybe I do. Not that I would want to be, you know. I don't want to be coached because I'm not a wannabe. I'm going to be who I am. And if that guy doesn't like who I am, then we're not meant to be together. It's not meant to be. I don't have to be somebody I'm not. I have in the past, but it's like all of my, you know, all of my own little pickups, picking it, picking up things, picking up on things and knowledge, like just picking up on stuff. Like, so I think I feel like he could do it, but maybe he just don't have enough experience. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not judging anybody, but all I know is that's when he stands behind me. He just start rapping. Oh, she like rappers. Okay. So he start rapping and it's like, he's just doing all this rapping and stuff, and then he's like, I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. And I was like, then I woke up. 
And I was just like, you know, maybe it's really that simple. Maybe it's really that simple. These these are people, these people are the way that they are, and that's that. Or maybe it's as complicated as I think it is, and Satan is behind it all. I don't know, but God is showing me on two different levels. Like, it's, you know, it's really that simple. Like, he's been telling me for the longest, the best things are hidden in plain sight. So to me, that sounds like it's exactly what it looked like. You don't have to go beneath the surface. You really don't have to dig that deep or overcomplicate things. It's exactly what it seems like it is. Nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody is all over the place. We're all a mess. We're all a mess. But trying to make it seem like we got it all figured out and we don't. And without God, we are so lost. And this situation just might have been a little bit too void of God. That's what it seems like. But but I kept saying, no, maybe it's not really that because, you know, they're doing all this stuff where they so, you know, they are just so, you know, it seems like they're so, they know so much that I don't. They're so, like, like when they're doing stuff on my back and, they got this witchcraft on me. Isn't that a little complicated? Isn't this witchcraft stuff a little complicated? Or maybe it's just not. And, you know, all these people around me that just automatically just know me. And I can't go anywhere with all this weird stuff happening. And... People trying to sabotage and ruin my life. And what it looks like, like I said, it looks like, okay, let me start from the top. They put witchcraft on me. Witchcraft was placed on me and my family just betrayed me. They put, they knew the witchcraft was on me and they was like, oh, we just going to go along with it. And we're going to, in the process, you know get whatever out of it that we can get out of it like we're gonna embarrass her humiliate her take every chance to make fun of her make her look bad in front of all these people and then once you know because they never expected to get caught but once they did figure out that it's going to get exposed what's happening they decided to you know pull everybody in that they possibly could as many people and make it a really big thing and then push these lies and these narratives in order to make it look like they had a reason for doing this so that they could keep from being held accountable and held responsible for what they did, knowing that they were super wrong and somebody was going to figure that out and they were going to get exposed. And when they got exposed for being super wrong, you know, they never wanted their secret to get out, like that they did something so heinous like that to their own family. But they want to pretend like they don't care, nobody cares. And so they pull everybody else in it so they can say, hey, you did it too. So now you got to protect me and I got to protect you. We all in this together type thing. But I said, no, it's not that simple. (laughs) It's no way that that's, you know, it's really that simple. And that's how they was doing things. This really how it happened, you know. 
And then in the midst of everything, oh, look, a celebrity shows up. And it's NBA Youngboy and LeBron James. And they say, you know, this person we believe in, me. So in the midst of everybody trying to destroy my life and, you know, you know, get out of the responsibility of the part they played in it, somebody or someone who they probably would have wanted to be in the room with, but otherwise wouldn't have ever, I want to say what they would have ever done, but they expected to, they expected to destroy me and leave me with nothing. And I just be a loser for the rest of my life. They never, like they expected to get away with that. They all, they all gathered up together to get away with that. And these individuals noticed me and said, we actually are going to help her. And so when they realized the very thing that they did to try and destroy me forever and leave me like I never mattered and I was just like, I'm a human, but you didn't want to treat me like one. It actually made me. And they don't want to, you know, now they're so angry and, you know, upset because they're saying, we never intended for that to happen. We was supposed, we, you was just supposed to lose. You was just supposed to, you know, we was just supposed to get away with what we did. And you was just supposed to be left, you know, with, with however we left you to deal with that. Nobody ever even, like, we was just supposed to get away with what we did. And I didn't think it was that simple because I look back on all the stuff that's been revealed, you know, like how they've been having witchcraft on me for years and all this other stuff, all this other weird stuff that was going on and, like, trying to steal my body and all the stuff that's been going on. And I said, you know, it's more complicated than that. It's way more complicated than that. But maybe that's because I was trying to look in God's plan of it all. And it's and God is still saying it's not that complicated. I love God so much. I love him. You just don't understand because he's just like my best friend. He's my best friend. And he loves me so much more than all these people. I just love him so much, you know. They tried to, like, leave me. They tried to. They did all this stuff to me over these years, and they were so, you know, they were so ashamed because they thought that they would never get caught and they would die with these secrets, and then they got exposed, and they really tried to, like, kill me because they didn't want people to find out about what they did to me. they rather me die than admit to what they did. And then when that didn't work, they said, well, we'll just destroy her life and make her, you know, make anything she says unbelievable so if she ever comes out about what we've done to her nobody will believe her because we'll have everybody against her and it just got worse and worse and worse and worse and they couldn't admit they were wrong so they let things get worse and worse and worse and I just suffered the entire time and I feel like the only reason God let me go through this is because he said I want to give them an opportunity to just finally see this as a learning lesson in their life to learn that it's it comes a point where you have to admit that thing, you're wrong. Like things have gone too far so that things don't go further and you don't hurt somebody that you love more. Unless, of course, you don't love them. And they let things go so far and it just showed that they don't love me. And 
you know, I don't know. God is saying, yes, they do. They love you. But, you know, some people are just selfish. They just, I would, they rather, they'd rather these things be as bad as they are and keep getting worse than ever admit that they were wrong. And to say, I'm sorry, and to just take responsibility, you know, for the part that they've played. So they just blame me. And they just let me suffer more. We all going to take it out on you because you would have, at this point, you would have never done this. But you would have, by this time, at least admitted you were wrong to, to keep it from going further and, and deal with the consequences of your actions. But we we wouldn't. And we're going to keep letting it go further. We're never going to admit we wrong. Never. Rather die. So, now I have, you know, I, I remember thinking about this a couple of days ago. In the midst of everything going on, I heard an NBA young boy say, Do you know who I am? I will expose you, nigga. I don't even say that word no more. But that's how he said it. And he was so mad. And he said it so loud. And he screamed it in somebody's face. And I remember around that time, somebody was like, um, it was some people who didn't know him. It was the white people that I grew up with. They didn't know who he was. They really didn't. They was all there. Everybody I ever known was there. And they was the only ones who didn't know him. But at that point, I guess he just, like, he pulled the whole world into it then. He was like, because at that time, I guess, it was just everybody I ever knew. And it's, like, a bunch of people, but it wasn't, like, it was, like, all the people that they could pull in and hate me and control the narrative. So he pulled the whole world in. Like, now you don't get to control the narrative anymore. And I think I remember his mother saying later on that year, like, why would you do that? That was so dumb. And now that you did this, like, you know what's going to happen. And you risk all that for her. And I think he exposing the Illuminati right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is funny. But my God is great because I would have never, ever, 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 ever in my life not give God the credit for all of this. Especially seeing that I heard them say, get up and fulfill the prophecy. It's a prophecy on my life. And yes, he is a part of it. And so I believe that that's what he was supposed to do. He was supposed to fall in love with me and do all of this for me. And this is how God is planning on cleansing the entire industry of this satanic stuff and it's been so hard but people are coming down and we are fighting such a big battle and this is why it's necessary you know for me to stay alive you know but this is why God said you know he wants to save him Cause he would do something like that for somebody, one person, instead of overlooking the entire situation and saying, "I'm gonna save myself." 
you know. And now I get all this hate because of it. And that's why the whole world is being controlled around me. But God is protecting me everywhere I go. This is big and this is real. And this stuff is sad, you know, all the stuff that's going on. But he tells me, ever so often, he tells me, like, you would never be alone again. Because that year, like, I was so alone. I was so alone. I was, like, I was just alone while everybody just sat around me talking about me, dogging me out, stumping me out. Doing anything they wanted to me. Like I meant nothing. As I prayed, God, please help me. Please save me. You know, my prayers start getting least and least, you know, demanding. Where I'm just like, God, you know, at this point, even if you can't save me, just please allow my story not to let, you know, allow my story mean something enough that nobody else ever had to deal with this ever again in their life. Because this, nobody deserves this. Not even my worst enemy. But. I guess this is why, you know. I wake up and I'm just like, God, why, 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 why? And then, like, everybody's like, no, just thank God. Just thank him. Just thank him. Then, of course, the money I got situation. You know, he's supposed to marry her. So, of course, like, she's against me. And so I think that money was being offered to me. Not to sell my soul, but just to let go of him. She was trying to pay me to let go of him. That's why that day where I was being offered that money, and I was thinking about it like I should just take the money. He was like, hold on, you would take money? you know, over me, and he was mad, and, like, hurt, and, like, even though I wouldn't, like, if this is really all true, and as simple as it seems, how could I ever consider taking money after all we've been through? That's what it seems like to me, but, like, you know, I didn't feel like it was that. I Like, nobody wants me to know. And it's like, oh, and that also reminds me of the different times where everybody's like, nobody wants to ruin a surprise. And it was like, so I'm like, and then, like, I heard a few times, different times it slipped out. People are like, 
this is his surprise. This is his proposal. It's in front of the world. And then you would hear a lot of girls like, I wish somebody would do something like that for me. He's he's proposing to you in front of the whole world. And like stuff like that. <laughs> and then, you know, I would hear different times like girls are like, don't let him go. Don't let him go. Or like you don't deserve him and stuff like that. And I was like. What I don't deserve him. No, for real. Like, not no jokes. Like, you know, I know if this is true, he's a really, really, really great person. Truly, he is. Not that I'm not too, you know. I go so hard. I really fight so hard. Like, and if it's really all the way true, like I'm fighting real hard for him, and you know, just to get him where he need to be. And me too, you know? He's fighting so hard for me to get me where I need to be. But we fighting together. So, like... Man, this is crazy. If it's real, it's crazy. But like, I remember at the end of the year, 2020, after everything, I was like, man, it was told to me that where I come from, I used to walk down the street praying when I had to walk home by myself when it was getting dark. And anytime it felt weird around me, I just pray. But, you know, all I know is, you know, I used to pray to God, like, God, I know you'd be protecting me every single time I come home from being kidnapped when I felt like things are just following me, people are watching me, and, I can, and like, it's it's like, he always be warning me, like, you got to be careful around here. It's a person, it's a dude out here kidnapping kids, kidnapping little black girls like you. And I pray so hard, and I would get home, and I'd make it home and say, thank you, God, for getting me home safely. And i say, God, this prayer is for any girl who ever ran into that, any girl, whoever would, any girl just like me, who would be walking home by themselves, Lord God, please get them home safely, don't let this man, don't let no man, none of these perverts ever kidnap one of these girls, Lord God, protect them, I said, God, if my prayer can help, please let my prayer play a part in that, and I just would pray that so many times, because I just was worried about it, because I knew God was telling the truth when he say. They over here trying to kidnap girls. It was right down the street from a school. And I'm just like one of these hundreds of girls who be walking home by themselves as it's getting late. So I'll pray. And I remember towards the end of the year, God showed me, like, you know, this man, this the man that you used to be praying against. Your prayers used to work. He used to use witchcraft to kidnap kids. And he was hurting kids. And your prayers stopped it. It blocked it. And, like, I remember it was, like, angels around me and stuff. And, like, he was on his deathbed. 
And I was there for that. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning one day. I don't remember the day, but it was, I think, sometime in November. But all I know is, like, I didn't know if that was real for her. I thought they were still playing jokes on me, lying to me, even though I remember this stuff. I remember praying these prayers. But I would go outside. I went outside, and people was like, commending me and like no that's her like we got to give her her props she protecting little black girls and like I was like I don't know if this this is real like prayers work God is real you know and I guess we really have more purpose on our lives and for our prayers than we ever know that we will ever know. And we're still fighting this. But I trust God. I believe in Him. I have confidence that we will win. I'm super blessed and super honored that, you know, he chose me for a fight like this. And that he would choose such wonderful individuals to fight with me. But I'm just going to get off here and pray because now I'm talking about it, it feels like fighting all over again.